Welcome to The Ron Show for Monday, December 19th, 2022. I am your host, Ron Roberts, on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. You can always find archived audio of this show, by the way, anytime you'd like at RonShowATL.com. My email address, Ron at RonShowATL.com. And you can always call the show, leave a message, or text it as well at 404-919-2725. So we come to air again after another weekend shooting in the city of Atlanta that claims the lives of teenagers. APD said a social media dispute became gunfire at the retreat at Greenbrier Apartments. That is a complex, according to the AJC, with a history of crime so rampant that management repeatedly warned that police consider the neighborhood a war zone. Reading more from the AJC article about this, investigators did not disclose the nature of the dispute, saying only that one group of individuals arrived at the apartment with guns and another group opened fire. A deadly shootout ensued, leaving three injured, two dead. Uh, A girl and a boy, both 15, and the 11-year-old boy were the injured and the two deceased, a 14-year-old, my God, Malik Grover, and a 16-year-old, Justin Powell. Uh, APD did address the media to give uh, a statement. Here is that. All right, Deputy Chief Chief Charles Hampton Jr., a little after 5 p.m., officers responded to the 3000 block of Continent calling on a uh, person shot. Upon their arrival, we in fact found multiple people shot. Uh, what we have right now, we have a 14 year old male deceased on scene, a 16 year old male deceased on scene. Mm. Uh, we had three people transported to local hospital. Uh, one is a 15 year old female, one is an 11 year old male, and then we have another 15 year old male. Uh, what I could share is right now we know that there was some type of dispute on social media that escalated to gunfire. Uh, one group of uh, individuals came to uh, the apartment uh, with their guns and then the other group uh, fired uh, their weapons. Um, both parties had weapons and right now we have uh, individuals down at headquarters being interviewed by homicide detectives to determine what their involvement is. Uh, again, it's still very active and fluid behind me, uh, and we're asking anyone that was here that know any information that they can call Crime Stoppers where they can't remain anonymous. Would, would you call this a shootout? Because that's what a couple witnesses have said. Uh, again, multiple uh, people were shooting, uh, so uh, that's a fair assessment to say it was a, a, a shootout. And so the ages again, 14 and uh, 16 year old dead, and then a 15 and 11, 15 year old female, you said? Yes, 15 year old female, 11 year old male, and another 15 year old male uh, injured with, by gunfire. Do you guys know if everything, anything started in the apartment and outside, or was it just outside? Uh, it started inside and then carry over to outside. Anyone in the inside? Hurt or injured? Uh, all the, again, we know that there were some injured parties uh, inside. Uh, and those uh, individuals were transported to local hospitals, and then the uh, two decedents were outside. A lot of teenagers, you've mentioned young people. Um, can you speak to that, um, showing up to a shootout like that? Uh, you know, at this time, again, you know, I, I hate being here uh, talking about kids and gunfire. Yes. Uh, you know, again, mm-hmm. we just ask uh, parents to uh, know where your kids are, uh, know what they're doing, um, check rooms. Uh, and again, it's just too many uh, guns in the hands of our youth. Uh, and as I said, it 
several weeks ago. You know, this should be a time that we are getting ready for the holidays, uh, but we have at least two families uh, that will be planning uh, for funerals. Um, and then again, you may have some other families that have, uh, who were significantly involved and have to deal with that. So uh, it's, it's troubling. Um, uh, but again, right now, we're just here trying to figure out exactly what happened so we can bring the individuals uh, and hold them responsible. The three were they Atlanta public school students? Uh, we know that at least, uh, I think, two were uh, APS students. Uh, we're still confirming that. Uh, we did have uh, an officer from APS that came out to assist us with that information. Uh, we believe there's also two other uh, local schools that we do, metro schools that are also uh, students range. What are the extent of the injuries of the three, uh, the 15-year-old and two 11-year-old? Right now, I'm not going to uh, go into details about that. It, uh, Did you say they were shot? Were yes, they shot? yes, oh, they, they were shot. shot, yes. Any more victims right. besides that number? Right right now, that's all. One grade. One, I'm sorry? One grade. One grade. So one of them was grazed? Yes, okay. one of the three uh, that the local hospital is grazed. All right, thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. So this piece in the AJC that I'm reading uh, from here, uh, there is a family member, uh, who asked to remain anonymous, the family member of the 16-year-old, uh, Justin, uh, apparently uh, telling the reporter that Justin was the mother's youngest child, that he was a straight-A student. And this quote from this loved one, we called, we tried. I know it's not all on the law, but there has to be some program. There has to be somebody to acknowledge that there is a problem. And when parents reach out, hear that cry for help, and not as them trying to put the children off on somebody. According to this person, both of Justin's parents were very present in Justin's life, straight-A student, extremely intelligent, but got involved with the wrong crowds and wouldn't listen to reason. This quote, Yes, Justin got caught up, but these are wake-up calls. We're not making any excuses, and we're not trying to say, oh, he was this perfect kid, because he wasn't his loved one uh, telling the AJC, but we've got to do something to keep those kids engaged. We just can't have a forum and talk about it and not do anything else. We've done too much talking. We've done too much talking. And every time we talk within three or four days, we're getting another set of kids that are murdered. We're tired of dealing with tragedy. Mayor Andre Dickens released a statement as well saying it takes every single one of us to counter this plague in our community, from city government to our police to our schools to clergy to parents and to young people themselves. We must pledge not to accept this violence as normal and do all that we can to end it. Since the shooting in Atlantic Station that saw deaths of underaged Atlanta residents, we have talked to civic leaders. So uh, at least, well, three city councilmen about measures the city has taken, is taking, is considering, will be introducing over the course of the next few months. And so it's heartening to know that the it takes a village approach really is in play here in the city of Atlanta. Here we are again. Coming from a weekend into the holidays where we are mourning the loss of Atlanta's youngest. As one of the family's relatives tells us, a straight-A student 
who just got mixed in with the wrong crowd. And how guns continue to be involved in this. You're dealing with under 18-year-old people who have no access by law to running around the streets of the city or the state with a gun. And yet, guns are involved. Dr. Michelle Au, who represents the 48th District here in the Georgia Senate, uh, tweeted this yesterday on gun violence becoming the leading cause of death in U.S. children. She quotes a New York Times article, the higher availability of guns, especially handguns, which tend to be used in homicides and suicides and tend to be stored less safely than some other types of guns has most likely played a role. She continues, it's one thing to note that guns are now the leading cause of death of American children. Question is, are we ready to do something about it? She mentions uh, introducing a safe storage bill as start of the 2023 legislative session and says together we can save children's lives. I actually even hate to take this from a partisan lens, but I am encouraged to say the least that on the left, I see the Dr. Owls. I see the many programs that the city of Atlanta, you know, a Democrat-run city you'll hear from those on the right, implementing after-school activities, weekend activities for kids to stay involved in something other than gang activity. You know, idle hands, devil's tool, right? I'm encouraged with that. I'm encouraged that there are discussions in Atlanta City Council about safe gun storage, uh, as you're hearing from Dr. Ao at the state level. Will the right be complicit in stemming this epidemic of lives lost within America's youth. We know that, as far as the right is concerned, anything that the NRA objects to, whether the overwhelming majority of the American public agree with it or not, they won't abide by. What we are seeing is, as the Parkland and the Sandy Hook generation becomes eligible to vote, that they are voting with the left, overwhelmingly. And they want action. They need the left to follow through on that. And the left is going to try. But the left also has to let these voters know, hey, as long as the filibuster is still in Congress, as long as gerrymandering still exists at the state level, there are always going to be these obstacles. So bear with us. And unfortunately, until then, we're going to have weekends at Greenbrier and at Atlantic Station. More on show after this on the America One Radio app, AmericaOneRadio.com. It was a normal day. He was in some minor accident, a fender bender. And I had this impulse to call him, but I didn't because I thought I could call him later that week. He abandoned the car and he came home and he shot himself without ever talking to anyone. When I came home that night and I found her, they told me that she had shot herself, and I couldn't believe it. I asked if he was okay. Taking a gun into your house uh, for protection is um, a terrible myth. Once you pull that trigger, that's it. There is no coming back. 65 Americans a day die by gun suicide. Store your gun securely, locked, unloaded, and away from ammunition. Help stop suicide. Learn more at infamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council.
Listen, it's no secret that the housing market is in fluctuation right now. We went through an intense seller's market for a little more than 18 months, not just in Metro Atlanta, but throughout the United States and the state of Georgia, obviously. So now things are cooling off a little bit. Interest rates are going up. Buyers are a little more tentative. What does that mean for you if you are looking to still kind of cash in on the equity you've grown over the last few years and potentially selling your home? Well, it means that you have to hire a savvy, smart realtor, someone who knows the negotiating game and how to market your home professionally. Guess what? That's me. That's right. Not only am I the Ron Show host, but I'm also a realtor with eXp Realty. Anyone with a few hundred dollars in a few weeks to get a license can list your home. It takes someone with decades of marketing experience to market your home and get it sold at top dollar. Call me. Let's discuss your options. 843-283-0078 or log on at rononthereal.com. My email address, ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396 